Hello, my loves, and welcome back to the Raise Your Vibration podcast. I am so excited to be here with you today. My name is Shelby Rose, and I am an energetic and business guide helping you align, activate, and expand your energy to create the life and business you're wildly obsessed with. I believe that every single one of us has a path that lights us up, makes us excited to get up every single day, and brings massive service and impact to the world. In this podcast, we'll tune into our soul's true desires, take ownership for every single thing in our lives, and shift our vibration to embody the queen we came here to be. You deserve this. You get to have it. Let's go create it. This episode is coming straight from one of the requests you put out on Instagram, and that was, how do I trust myself? And I'm bringing you guys some answers that if you're really struggling to trust your inner guide, trust yourself, trust your highest self, and know what your truth is, some of the details in this episode are going to help you get a little more clarity around that. And it can be tough, you guys, like knowing what voice is your inner guide versus what's your ego, because we are programmed as humans to be afraid, right? Our human programming tells us to be afraid, tells us not to trust the like crazy intuitive hits we get, tells us we're not good and that we're bad, you know, and there's, there's all this stuff that our human programming does and it's essentially there to keep us safe. But it also is really, really confusing when you're trying to figure out what that voice is really telling you, what your truth really is. And so, you know, I think, I think about it and we're all born in love, right? Like I'm reading a return to love right now by Marianne Williamson. And this has been such a big reminder for me is that we were all born in love and then we hit earth and we were told that we're only good if we clean our rooms. We're only good if we get good grades. We're only good if we're successful. We're only good if we're beautiful. We're only good if we have a perfect body. And so we have all of the this shame and this guilt and this belief that if we don't succeed by what what the you know society tells us is success, then we're bad. And then when we don't hit those standards, then all of a sudden we form these belief systems that, oh my gosh, I, I can't do it, right? And we're, we keep proving to ourselves that we can't, that we can't, that we can't. And the truth of that is that we, there's a lot of belief systems that are running, right? You know, we're told we're... It's only safe if we have a nine to five and that when we take a leap of faith or start our own business, the ego tells us, you know, it's not safe to do that. There's no way you'll be supported. Who am I to do that work? And, you know, Shelby's already doing it. Lori Harder's already doing it. Gabby Bernstein's or, you know, whoever you're, you're, you're looking at and comparing yourself to and saying, well, they're already doing it. Therefore I can't, you start, you're reinforcing those, that, you can't do this and that that programming is is running deeper right and so sidebar on that the world really does need more like workers if you see what's going on in the world this message of love needs to be spread so whether you're doing that through wellness whether you're doing that through fitness whether you're doing that through coaching your message is needed 
Because if you can impact one person, and that's literally why I started this podcast. It was like, if I could impact one person and change the way one person looks at the world, what a ripple effect that has, right? And that person goes on to change one more person. And that person goes on to change one more person, right? And now you have this web of people that are being impacted. So I know this is a little side tangent, but if you're not believing that you're meant to step into your purpose, you're meant to step into that calling that you're feeling, remember that you are needed. And if you hear the call, it is time to answer. Okay. So I have a few different things we're going to talk about when it comes to trusting yourself. And really what I, I believe that comes down to is trusting that, that inner guide or that intuition. So number one is witnessing your thoughts, right? Gabby Bernstein in the Spirit Junkie Masterclass I'm taking right now quotes, ego speaks loudest and it speaks first. So when it comes to knowing, okay, you know, let's take my living situation is such a great example. And I've used it so many times. Um, if you guys have been following that, I did finally sign a lease, but I had this, this thought, I was like, wouldn't it be wonderful to get my own apartment? And immediately there was this voice that said, you can't afford that. Who are you to think you can get a nice apartment and, you know, waste your money on that? And it was the ego that was speaking up from my programming, right? Grew up in a household where that like, you need to invest back into a house. You need to buy, you need stability, you need security. It's a waste of money. Don't, you know, you don't need that. It's frivolous. And I realized like, no, that's what my core desire is. And it's going to be really expansive for me and my business to have the stability but that ego took over and it hijacked for a long time. And I was having so much, so much, so many issues around having clarity around this because I was listening to that voice of ego that was saying, you're not good enough. You can't afford this. You can't do this. Right. And it was all just illusion, right? It wasn't love. And so how we deal with the ego is number one, expect that it's going to show up, right? When you hear that, that quiet voice, because our, our inner knowing tends to be a little bit more quiet and it tends to be something just like a little softer, but this, it's more of like a deep ingrained knowing. If you're feeling yourself getting really like flighty and kind of like all over the place and almost jittery and you hear this voice going really fast and this, and this is how I catch myself is when I'm getting really like, I could do this, or I could do this, or I could do this, or I could do this, and then feeling like kind of really scattered. I know that the ego is is taking over rather than listening to that deep, calm, peaceful inner knowing. And so what we can do is expect that that voice is going to show up because it's there, right? But we can, if we're listening to our own thoughts, we can recognize when the, the ego is coming up. And I'm going to give you guys an exercise. If you haven't read some of Gabby Bernstein's work, um, this may be new to you, but it may be just a reminder to you guys to witness your thoughts. So this happens, right? We're, we're human. We, we, we learn a new practice. So we're like, yes, I can listen to that voice in my head. I can listen to how crazy it is. And then we forget, right? So getting back to recognizing or witnessing that little voice in your head and what it's saying, that's step one. So it's recognize, record, and release. Step two is without judging that voice in our head because it really is there to keep us safe. It cares about us. That's why it's there. We don't need to judge it, but we can witness it and we can record that, oh, hmm, you know, whether that's recording and writing it down, 
or recording it in your mind and just kind of like mulling that over a little bit. But, oh, I see I've chosen fear by believing I won't be supported or believing I'm not good enough. I choose again, right? So that's the recording process. I'm releasing it. You, you know, I like to do a release statement. So I'll say something along the lines of, I release the fear that I'm not good enough. For I know is born in love and we are all born in love. Therefore, there is no good or bad, better or worse. We are all equal, right? And so just reframing the thoughts that are coming up for you that are creating separation, that are creating fear and returning back to that love. Um, I love to do fear journaling. I'm just going to throw this little exercise that you guys can do. I do it every you know, morning or not every morning, but when I'm feeling in a more fear state or more ego coming up, I recognize that I'm afraid or I witness the fear of not knowing how this is going to work out or believing I won't be supported or believing that he'll leave or believing that I am not worthy of this, whatever it is, right? I'll say, I release the fear that I am not X, Y, Z. I'll write that out. I release the fear that, insert fear statement. For I know, in knowing what the truth really is, dissolving that illusion and returning it back to love. So what's the fear and what do you know to be true, essentially? And I just journal that out and it helps really lift that fear. Number two is I think that the thing that we caught up in not trusting ourselves is we're not taking action, right? The confidence piece. So many people, how do you gain confidence? I had a woman reach out. How did, how did you gain confidence in being a coach? You know, how did you, how did you trust yourself enough to know that that was the right path for you? And if you've had the inkling that a coach would be something that you want to do or that little voice inside, and you've kind of been like, no, I couldn't do that. I'm not, I'm not qualified to do that. I'm not good enough to do that. I don't have experience in that. And then it's probably your ego, ego taking over, right? And you should trust that small little voice inside of you that says, maybe coaching is something you should explore because that's exactly what happened to me, Right. I was fortunate enough to, and I'm going to tell you guys the same thing that I told this woman on Instagram, because I think that sometimes we, you know, we all have these thoughts, right? And I think it was a great example of, of the thoughts that she was having that were reflecting the same thoughts that I had that, you know, we all have, right? We're all human. We all have these very human thoughts. But my first client actually reached out to me on Instagram and she's like, Hey, can we have a call? I would love to hire you as my coach. And I was like, Whoa. Oh, oh my gosh. Someone wants to hire me as a coach. Like, okay. I'll, and I, you know, it, it just felt like I should have the call with her. I was like, yeah, let's have a conversation. I, you know, I don't typically do one-on-one coaching more. So do like group health and fitness. This is new to me. It was terrified. And my ego was going wild. It was like, you have no certifications. You've never done this before. Who am I to do this? But there was this quieter voice inside of me that said, work with her. And I got on the call and she had so many overlapping experiences with me, things that I had been through that I had overcome, that I would had worked on and done my own healing on. And I knew I had tools from the coaches I had worked with to help her through what she was going through. So I said, yes, because there was this peace in saying yes, this, this knowing and saying yes, that this is what you were supposed to do, right? 
and wasn't confident. I mean, the first three or four calls, I was terrified every time I got on the phone with her. I made sure that I like did them over the phone versus the, the Zoom calls I do with my clients face-to-face now because I was like, oh my God, she's going to find out I'm a phony, right? This, this, is the lang- this is what the voice inside of me was saying. She's, she's going to figure out I'm a phony. She's going to figure out I'm not qualified. And you know, sidebar, I'm very transparent with my clients. I do not have any certifications in coaching, one-on-one, you know, life coaching. I have life experience and the tools that I have, right? And so just a sidebar on that. Um, but then I started to recognize that she was gaining confidence, she was having breakthroughs. She was recognizing her own fear stories. She was recognizing her own patterns. And I knew I was helping her. And so I think sometimes we, we think that we have to have the confidence to start something when in reality we gain confidence in doing it, right? I always share this, I've shared this story and this actually I shared this on my Instagram a couple of weeks back that I, <laughs> my first live video, I was so awkward. I could not speak to you guys. I was terrified. My voice was shaky. It was rushing through what I was meaning to say because I was so scared. And now I have a freaking podcast. How does that transition happen? It doesn't just happen. We have to build the confidence to trust ourselves that we can do this. And (laughs) I I used to speak at work and I would be so terrified of speaking in front of people and I would be shaking and I'd be anxious and I'd be like, you know, shoving food in my mouth to help ground myself. Like I was really, really scared you guys to speak in front of people. And now I have a podcast I didn't trust, I didn't know that this was going to be the path, but I showed up for what I felt called to do. I was like, you know, I think I have some information that would help people. At the time, I was doing a lot of health and wellness videos on my um, Facebook page, and I started to show up, and people were like, these videos are great. These videos are helping me. And it was because I knew I had this information that wasn't really fully accessible to the general public public. And I knew it was a message I needed to share. So if you're feeling this little, you know, that little intuition, that little gut knowing that like, oh my gosh, I have information that people need to hear. Just start showing up. Even if you like are fumbling over your words and you're saying like every other word and you're umming and eyeing and your voice is shaking and you're so terrified. That doesn't go away without taking action because the more we take action, the more we trust ourselves, the more we take action, the more confidence we gain. And recognizing, I told one of my clients this the other week that you're going to fail, quote unquote fail. It's always just a lesson that we need to learn. But there's going to be times where you're like, oh, I fucked that up. That was terrible. You know, you'll think that half the people won't even notice it. Knowing is setting yourself up with the knowing that there's going to be times where things don't quite go according to plan or you have a lesson you need to learn. Then when it happens, you're like, oh yeah, this is, this is my lesson. Cool. I'll keep going. Instead of being like, I screwed up one time. Holy shit. I'm a failure. Now I can't ever show up again. So recognizing that there's going to be times where things don't go quite, quite according to plan. And this really leads into my next piece of advice for making sure that you're not setting yourself up for failure so that you can actually trust yourself. Because I think a lot of, you know, a big mistake that a lot of us make 
is that thinking that we won't fail or we get so fired up, we're so set on a goal and we believe we can conquer the freaking world. So we set this big ass goal and we don't reach it because it's so daunting when we actually sit down to take the action on the goal. And we believe that we're just going to fail because that goal seems so far away and so big. So we say, you know what? Nope, I'm not doing this. Like there's no way I can go from working this nine to five, not having an Instagram following, not ever doing a live video. I'm, I'm work, you know, and that my job is safe and comfy. And I know I have this, this goal of creating my own business, but like that seems really far away and impossible. So I'm not going to do it. Right. I freaking did this when I, I had an Instagram account and I was like, maybe I could be one of those Instagram people that talks about food. And so I created this Instagram account and I posted on it. And then I was like, nope, this seems scary. Can't do it. Right. I didn't even like, so the business ideas never came to me because I was so terrified to even show up and post. I just kind of quit posting on it or just talking about food and not like sharing anything beyond that because you know, that vision of a, a business looks so scary. And so setting smaller goals, breaking those goals down, that vision down into smaller chunks, that dream goal down into smaller chunks will help you actually take the action, right? And then you actually trust yourself because you're hitting these smaller goals. You're actually accomplishing things and you trust yourself to continue them, right? You're like, (laughs) I, I know I can start, you know, let's say, let's say your goal, let me, let me use an example. Let's just do this. Uh, let's say your goal is that you're going to enroll 50 people in your first online course. You've never talked about what the course material is, but you're like, I'm going to start, I'm going to open a course next week and open enrollment and I'm going to get 50 people to sign up and it's a $2,000 course and it's going to be magic. And I'm going to have all these people on my list and it's going to be great. And then Monday rolls around and you're like, okay, time to start the work. And then you like, you look at your Instagram following, you look at how much you've actually talked about this topic and you look at the amount of work you need to do to do the course. And you're like, yep, yeah, nope, just kidding. This is never going to actually happen. And so you set this goal and now you're telling yourself, I can't actually do it. I can't achieve it. It's not possible. And so you don't take the action to make it possible. But if you knew you had this goal, one day you have this vision of a course that you want to create. Maybe it is a $2,000 amazing course. And you know 50 people would really, really benefit from it. And you're like, okay, I know that's a little ways off right now where I'm at. But I can spend one hour a night each week for during the weekdays to create a free guide to start sharing this content on my Instagram, to start going live about this topic because I know it's going to provide value. It's going to start to build my credibility and maybe I can even start to build an email list so that when the time comes, when I want to create this program, I've been providing so much value for my audience that they just want to dive in. And so one hour a night, I can do that. And all of a sudden you're working one hour each day during the weekdays and you're trusting yourself because you're actually hitting that goal. And then all of a sudden you're like, I can add, you know, I can add in going live on my Instagram stories. I can add in more and more and more. And all of a sudden it becomes this, you're hitting the goals. And let's, you know, same thing. Let's say you're like, 
going from eating a ton of processed food to wanting to eat a clean diet and you're like, I'm never touching a box of mac and cheese. I'm never touching a donut. I'm never touching pizza again. And then the next day there's pizza at the office and you're like, oh, one slice isn't going to hurt. And it snowballs into seven slices. And now you don't trust yourself to ever go start a wellness plan again because you have screwed up. But instead, what if you said, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to eat mostly clean foods, but if there's a special occasion, I'm going to allow myself to have a little bit and just enough to make me feel satisfied. Right. And so if we don't set so much restriction and so much of these large goals where they seem unachievable and it doesn't seem realistic to live that way, well, we're never going to achieve that. But if we've set those smaller goals of like, I'm just going to eat like seven servings of vegetables and fruits a day. And that's my first goal. That's it. I'm just going to start with that. Or I'm going to start with drinking seven glasses of water because I've been drinking one, right? I can do that, right? Instead, we set these little goals until they become habits. And once they're habits, then we trust ourselves because we're like, oh, I can freaking do this, right? This is a habit. I drink water now. It's just a thing. And we can move on to the next thing, right? We set these little goals, these little milestones to, to change our lives, instead of setting ourselves up to fail and no longer trusting that we can actually accomplish anything. And then my last bit of advice and my, no, I've got two more pieces. Okay. My next bit of advice. And this one's big, you guys, because I think sometimes we're so hard on ourselves that we no longer trust ourselves, right? Just because you did something and it didn't quite go according to plan doesn't make you a failure. Just because two people signed up for that course instead of 50 doesn't mean you suck. That's incredible. You get to serve two people, but instead you're focused. I do the same thing. So let's say we are focusing on not getting the 50 instead of being able to serve the two, right? Or you ate the donut when you said you shouldn't. Sidebar, what kind of language are you using around eating, right? If you're saying I shouldn't around food a lot, girl, you are going to want to eat that freaking donut because when you say you shouldn't, it's like a little like adrenaline rush when you actually do sidebar. But, um, maybe you said, um, something would go a certain way and then it didn't again, same, same thing, but now you're a failure because it didn't go quite the way you thought it was. Or maybe you're pushing for a goal that's really not in alignment, right? I would go back to my first business that I started and I was pushing, I was grinding, I was sleeping five hours a night. I was like, I am going to make this work. And then I kept failing and I kept hitting, I hit my, I even, I hit milestones grinding, but I was like exhausted doing it and I was still not as far along as I thought I should be, right? And so I almost stopped trusting myself that I was going to have this business because I was pushing so hard to make it happen. And and this kind of leads into my next goal is, is, is it in alignment? And am I letting God lead or source or the universe, right? Or am I just pushing for stuff? And so, you know, if we're being hard on so hard on ourselves and seeing ourselves as a failure, it's going to be really hard to trust yourself or have compassion when things don't quite go the way you thought they would. But my next piece of advice is that maybe it's time to stop relying on just you. Maybe you're, 
you're thinking that you have to do this all. You've got this. You're pushing for the goals. I'm going to figure this out. And this is a story that I've been being called to really question lately is that I keep picking myself up when I, when I fail. I keep trust, you know, focusing just on me and trusting that I can do it. And we're so hard on ourselves and relying on ourselves so much that we forget that there's something bigger that we can trust instead of just trusting ourselves. It takes that pressure off when we say, hey, universe, spirit, source, God, whatever terminology you want to use, can you help a sister out? I'm not sure I trust myself to do this. I'm not sure if this is the right direction for me. I'm not sure that I'm making the right choice and I just need the peace of mind. I just need the the guidance. I just need the fear to go away. Help me, help me, help me. And all of a sudden we can trust because we're not just relying on ourselves, we're relying on something bigger than ourselves. And that's something really powerful, guys. When you start to lean into the fact that like, oh, I don't need to figure out how to make this work. God's got this. Source has got this. I'm setting the intention for what I desire, what I want, what I believe to be true, what's in the highest good for all. And, and he's going to figure out the rest, right? And no longer we need to trust ourselves to make ends meet and make this happen and do the work and, and push for the goal and, and resist all the foods when God kind of can step in and say like, hey, this is what you need to do. Again, it might not be what we want. <laughs> I've learned this the hard way. I'm like, oh, there has been some lessons. You guys, I can't wait to start sharing this, but there has been some lessons placed in my life the past year. And they they were said, they were, they were, you know, some source stepping in saying, like, girl, you got some lessons to learn. They weren't what I wanted. But I surrendered and I said, I need, I need the healing. I need to see things in a different light. Send me a miracle. I need to see this in a different way. And it's not always what we want, but it takes a whole lot of pressure off us just relying on us. So that's all I got for you guys on the topic of trusting yourself and your inner guide. And I really hope this helps some of you guys. If you feel like it was something that moved you and was helpful for you, please share it with a friend. Um, this is a message that I want to continue to spread. And I think more people need to hear again, going back to that, like there's a lot going on in the world right now. So if we can create just a little ripple by sharing this with a friend or a family member, or if you feel so called to share it on your story, I would love to hear what your thoughts were, your takeaways were. Ooh, my voice is cracking. <laughs> it's time to stop talking, but would love to hear your feedback. And if you have not already rated and reviewed the show, you guys, I so appreciate that. You don't know how much that means to hear your kind words, to hear what your thoughts are on the podcast. And if you have any podcast episode topics that you want to hear more about, if you have questions for me, please reach out on Instagram at shelby.set.free. That is my favorite place to hang out. I would love to chat and get to know you better and just continue to create this community. So love you guys. I'm sending you all the love today and have a blessed day.